Welcome to this special edition of Radio Brews News, live from GABS 2014. As with all episodes of Australian Brews News, we are proudly presented by Cryer Malt, who pride themselves in supplying the best malt available. They understand the brewer's needs to procure the best ingredients to craft the best beer possible. And also by Beervana. Find yourself at Beervana this August 22nd to 23rd in Wellington. www.beervana.co.nz Now on with the show. And welcome to Radio Brews News, once again broadcasting high up in the Royal Melbourne Exhibition Centre on the, at the end of the first session of GABS. And I'm privileged to uh, be introducing you to a good friend and colleague, uh, Pete Mitchum, host of the Craft Beer College. Pete, good to, good to catch you face to face. It is, uh, it is it's, it's very nice, it's a, it's a rare treat. Uh, just a couple of corrections, it's the Royal Exhibition Building, okay, uh, and it's the Cooper's Craft Beer College. I'm from, and uh, I said good day to uh, Dr. Tim Cooper, who's a, a lovely man who he had is. This evening. It, it was lovely, and we've spoken to him before, um, but I'd, we, we'd never actually met. But we, I just uh, I was fortunate enough to have um, been asked uh, by a, a large uh, national um, liquor retailer to um, to write some copy for their website, and one of the topics they gave me was, "Can you please write, you know, four or five hundred nice words about um, the Coopers?" Um, brewing dynasty and the hardest bit was really was, was keeping it to, to four or five hundred words there was so much I had to I, I wanted to say and, and had to cut out um, but they've been great supporters of us um, they've you know sort of made this beautiful little Cooper's Craft Beer College beer garden we're calling it um, up on the mezzanine level and it's really great like Matt says we're, we're, we're here sort of looking down on the um, the great unwashed as they as they flood into the Royal Exhibition building for Gabs uh, but and, and there's just a, there really is a, a, a great buzz and talking to a couple of people before, do you reckon, Matt, four or five years ago, if somebody had said, you know, there'd be a couple of thousand people wandering through trying 120 different beers brewed just for a festival, they would have said we were mad. Look, I would have been picturing, uh, you know, a lot of craziness, a lot of drunkenness, a lot more umpa, a lot of police walking around. Uh, yeah, not, not, that, not that there's anything wrong with umpa, but, uh, <laughs> you know, and, you know, some, sometimes you just have to apologise, and uh, I, I, I teed off on Warney. I took the uh, took took the long handle. Uh, I wasn't going to mention that, but uh, yes, folks, we can we can reveal that uh, Matt Kirkegaard, great cricketer as he is, sometimes when uh, when he gets what he perceives to be a, a nice juicy half volley just outside off stump, he he's happy to crack it through covers for four. Uh, but today, I think uh, he. he he experienced the, the flipper, or the zutter maybe. Um, regular readers of Brews News will know that Matt, uh, yeah, didn't miss. Look, I did yeah, an article about uh, Warney getting to ring the bell to officially open Gabs. There's the, uh, the announcement. Yeah, no, that. And, uh, and at the end of the session, Steve Jeffers uh, very, very generously... Um, invited me based on a recent success I've had uh, to ring the closing bell and uh, I, I'm very embarrassed uh, that, that I jumped at the chance um, but I, w- I, will, I, w- I will say in my defence that all that that means is that the first session of GABS 2014 was opened and closed by wankers. <laughs> and he hasn't missed again ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> 
No, and, but uh, to keep the cricket analogies going, uh, we can't let uh, one little bit there that you alluded to go through to the keeper without well, mention. But, but before we get on to that, because yeah, there's plenty of time to blow my own trumpet, and I'm uh, always good at that. But, oh, uh, sorry, is that a separate section now that we're they, putting yeah, into? Yeah. So each, each, each fortnight, folks, in our uh, Radio Brews News podcast, Matt will tell us all about his trophy-winning uh, award-winning <laughs> performance at the Australian International Beer Awards last night. Yeah, no, but before we move on to that, look, I... Um, each month, a new language. <laughs> Readers may have uh, seen that I received a media release um, from the organisers of GAPS, who, who we are good friends of, and in fact sponsor the website. The, uh, good friend, and good supporters. And, 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 and good yeah. supporters. Yep. Um, and, and it's because it's not always a financial sense, but in a, in a lot of ways they do support what we do and we help them. And You, you do yep. a lot with them. So yeah, we, we are very closely connected, but and, and we... Um, were huge fans of Gabs last year, um, and I loved the philosophy behind it—that it is a showcase for good beer. It is elevating everything that's good about craft beer. Yet, yeah, look, they, they need to pay the bills, and they've worked with Dan Murphy's, which may upset some people, and, and all of those things. But then, when the media release fronted uh, that Mower um, is got Shane Warne making a beer, uh, I, yeah, I, I personally thought that that was the wrong. Base for. Um, so, did you think it was counter to the message that the, the underlying philosophy of Gabs? Right. I, 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 yeah, I, I think any bloke that VB in the bad old days, you know, and CUB have changed, and mm. um, we, we've, we can talk about that later. But uh, in, the, in the bad old days of VB, when you know Bernie and Warney dolls uh, were the ugly face of beer, um, and it actually one of the Melbourne food writers hit the nail on the head. You know, Warney's apparently created this craft beer. This is the bloke that used to travel to India with a suitcase full of baked, baked beans, beans because yeah. he doesn't like things with flavour. Um, and, you know, whilst Moa says, oh, Warney was very involved in, in, in the brewing process, you've got a bloke that in the public perception is associated with the worst aspects of the beer drinking culture, yep. um, launching an event that is associated with the finest. Um, and he probably doesn't, you know, if you asked him too many questions about it, he would probably defer to the brewers and that sort of thing. And and, and that was the, the the point that I was making. Yeah. Um, and yeah, look. Well, I, I don't know what the listeners think. Do you do you think that that's is it a double edged sword though? Does does Warney bring as much to does does Warney give a, 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 a I guess um, a signal shout to the, I guess the people outside of the craft beer bubble? But is he the only one that could do it? You know, like. The only person that I could think of that would be worst place to do the same thing would be getting Mick Malloy in to launch the... Uh, love Mick. He's a funny guy. Um, love him so much. But, mm. you know, I, I look at the ads he's doing for... Uh, yeah, we don't want to burn four pines as well. We need... <laughs> oh, yeah, well, I forgot that... <laughs> I, I, I forgot that he was doing... But, actually, actually good point. You know, and, and I, th- I think it is because... Uh, craft... Uh, um, beer and beer culture are two, what I see as two different things. I've got no problems with beer being approachable and welcoming and not taking too seriously. Yep, yep. Um, and, 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 you know, and, and, and entry-level beers and you know, gateway beers and all of those mm. things. The craft beer doesn't have to be a sensory challenge. It's a pleasure. Yes. But at a time, and, and I wrote, I recently took the long handle to the uh, Brewers Association, you know, with, because they've suddenly discovered that beer has, beer has a, a bad uh, image. And, image. and we may have been responsible for it. And yeah, and well, they didn't we've say that. We've listened and no, we're trying no, no, to fix it. No, no, they, no sorry. They, I'm, they, get, they, I'm getting my stories mixed up. I'm getting they, my Matt Wax mixed up. 
they actually didn't say we might have been responsible for it. They were saying it as if they'd only just discovered that it was a problem yes, and it yes. was somebody else. But uh, I've got no problems with just beer being better. Um, it doesn't have to be incredibly flavoursome, but the culture needs to change. And, uh, and, and that's why squires can talk whatever they want. They can get the beer pilgrim. But when they run ads of a chef swigging beer from a bottle... That's not living it, the culture. It, yeah, it negates your yep. your message. And yeah, look, I, Steve um, made the point when I put the question to him about warning. He says, "Look, we're an outreach event, and I applaud them for that, and they've done it so well. But they have always managed to be an outreach event, or they, they've gradually been transitioning to an outreach event that lifts the culture. Um, yep. It's not about drunkenness. The way that they run so much about it is about moderation and respecting and flavour. And I look, I just pers- and it, look, maybe I did go over the top. Um, as sometimes I want to do, um, and it was, it, it was. I'm all for a good, well placed and, and worthy uh, Contiki reference. <laughs> and I didn't know Contiki did tours to Oktoberfest. Well, the, I, 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 yeah, but I'm, I'm probably not in their demographic to be yeah, yeah. perfectly Francis. Look, I, I, I took a little bit of um, creative uh, endeavour license. To, to, Fair to, enough to, to, to make my point. Um, but that, that said, I, I probably did go a little bit too far. But I, I still stand by, Warnie should not be the face of an event like this. There are a lot of people who have got broad appeal that are probably a little bit more uplifting. Uh, you know, unfortunately, Bud Tingle's dead. Is Bud Tingle yes. dead? Yes, yeah. and, and, and John Mellion. <laughs> and John Mellion. But there are a lot of people that I think uh, would have broad appeal. It would probably all, you know, you, you don't need to get Laurence Olivier in uh, sort of uh, waxing lyrically. Fare thee well, <laughs> I ring this bell. Yes. But... You know, there are still people that I think, and it was obviously a commercial deal and all that. So anyway, I think we've got this horse on the ground and killed it. So, yeah, in the end, I've proved myself to be a hypocrite by accepting the invitation to ring the closing bell. So Steve Jeffers, um, more than anything, I think it showed either Steve's great sense of humour or his willingness to, you know. And ladies and gentlemen, can I just point out, listeners at home, that for the benefit of those who were not here, uh, that in a, a, a wonderful stroke of beer karma, both Warney and Matt Kierkegaard rang the bell like a with a poo wrist, like a, a custard arm tinkle tinkle. It, it took about eight goes before either of them actually got a, a sound out of the bell. Oh no, that's that's a little bit harsh. Um, I, I I went hard, but just not long enough apparently, which is something that I'm often criticised for. And now is as good a time as any to pause and uh, just thank the people that make Radio Brews News possible, including Brewpack, Australia's number one contract craft brewer. With over 100 craft beers and ciders on the roster and counting, Brewpack specialises in offering growing craft breweries a home for their packaged and keg beer, no matter how crafty. Serious about handmade beers and with an open-door policy, Brewpack's brewers love having passionate, hands-on partners in the brewery thinking about craft contract brewing think brew pack and uh, Radio Brews News Pete and I particularly thank uh, both Cry Malt and uh, brew pack for making what we do possible and giving us a chance to get it out uh, to you so if you like them if you like us uh, you'll be happy that we have come together we are here between sessions uh, towards the end of Good Beer Week um, what have been your, what, what's been your thought thinking about Good Beer Week uh, look again, it's it's been great. It's been um, a very well put together and, and well managed event. I mean, obviously, you know, it's uh, it's difficult to fit everything in. It's great to have a, a, a wide variety of events available. 
Um, there's a, I think there's a bit of an undercurrent of, I, I still don't think there are enough people to support the number of events that are worthy of Good Beer Week status, perhaps. Um, and I think well, we, you know, the one spectacular event uh, suffered from. Uh, <laughs> oh, look, yeah, for, for a number of reasons, but but I think the, part of the underlying thing is that yeah, it, it is difficult to um, to to spread far enough and wide enough um, with the. Uh, and uh, look, I'm sure the the pool is growing. You know, more and more. You know, words getting out, um, but certainly, uh, I, I think it's still pretty much. Um, the CBD and the, the next couple of postcodes out are, are still very much the heartland in Melbourne of, of good beer and awareness. It's great that the um, those small pockets from um, you know uh, interstate can't make the pilgrimage. It's terrific that the um, international and uh, Australian brewers make the trip down ostensibly for the awards and obviously for the craft beer conference, the ACBC. Um, and, and that's that's great, but I still think there's a bit of work to do getting it out to the, I, I guess that next that next ring, outside of the the craft beer bubble. We need more warning. Maybe we need more. Maybe <laughs> maybe next year, warning and boonie. <laughs> should open good beer week, not just. Yeah. We, we, we've said enough about that. But uh, <laughs> but but speaking of which, um, last night uh, the Australian International Beer Awards, um, the second largest beer awards in the world. Yes. You were a steward at, at, at the event, so you've got a really uh, good insight into the whole thing. First of all, I think the event itself was superb. Um, as an awards night, you know, it's a very gala, dressed up under, you know, in, in a great big ballroom. Yep. But the men, a beautiful menu. Um, beer and food matched uh, menu. The matching was superb. They had three different chefs, uh, including Chris Badnock. Um, I don't have the uh, the other details in front of me. I'll post in the show notes. Yep. Um, but yeah, one did an entree. Chris did the main, and another did the uh, did the dessert. And, and then beers were matched. Beers were matched to that. I thought the matching was superb. The food was excellent. Yep. Um, the thing I love most about it, it's like I, I'd sometimes look at the margins or look at the you know the, the, the vibe periphery. of the thing. Yeah. Yep. On the menu card that everyone got on their table, you had a you know a, a third of the page was devoted to the menu, like the the, the food menu and the description, and then the two third width column was the beer yeah, with, a, yeah. with a very long tasting note about the beer, yep. which was completely how it should be in a uh, beer awards. But it's the first time that they'd done it. I, I think the first international beer awards I went to, gee, was probably close to eight or nine years ago. Um, I remember being struck by the fact that you had waiters walking around with uh, bottles of beer, um, and I was offered a Belgian quad without a glass. Yeah. Um, because they just sort of grabbed whatever, put it on a plate, no glass. The, uh, last night we had four wine glasses on the table, so every beer had its own wine glass, beautifully matched. Um, you know, it was a wonderful showcase. Talking about living the culture, it was a great example of craft beer living, or, or of beer, not not craft beer, because yep. it was a beer event of beer living the culture that um, and and walking the walk, walking yeah. the talk. And again, look, it was it was beautifully organised. Um, it was well managed and well run. Uh, Paul Mercurio did a great job uh, in hosting it, and it is it's a thankless task, and it's one that you you can't do wrong and you can't do right. Because uh, it's like I think you've described Matt as uh, it's it's a bit like that awkward um, uh, school social, 
where half the people there are not listening and the other half uh, are not paying attention. And it wants uh, people to start getting a bit of, uh, even drinking responsibly, yeah. um, you get a little but bit of... You get a couple of thousand you, people in the room and even a low level of noise, um, it just makes you competing with that. Um, at the end of the day, the awards are what they are, so if there are 30 trophies to give out, you know that's going to take X amount of time. 48 trophies? 48 last night. Last night, yeah. yeah. And a new one. Yep, and yes. So they, they added to it. Was that a nice segue? There was a media award, wasn't there, Matt? There were four nominees. There was uh, Chris Brady, James Atkinson, uh, Mike Ribble, and our very own Matt Kirkrigard. Kirkrigard, yes. Yes, yes uh, they... Uh, Alyssa, if you're listening, I know we're not meaning to... Uh, we know there was, there was a typo. Um, with all good intentions. I, I didn't notice my trophy had been taken back before I even noticed people had been tweeting... And I thought, well, because you were facing uh, the other way, so the big screen behind you yes. had the name up there and everyone could see that there was a, a superfluous R was, <laughs> yes. was just posted into your name. But to their credit, owned the mistake straight away, apologised genuinely, profusely and sincerely, took the, um, the trophy away to get it Very different adjusted. from the time that I won the uh, under-8s AFL uh, participation, award. Oh, participation. No, yeah. participation award. Would that be the every child wins a trophy <laughs> award? And, uh, and uh, yes, my name was spelled wrong and there were tears that day, I can assure you. I managed to keep it... T- actually, I, I, I did tear up a little bit um, when yeah. I was on stage. Yeah, you were, Paul Mercurio was incredibly generous. He was. <laughs> In fact, 850... Particularly since you brushed him, you were just going to take your trophy and sit and walk. He goes, don't you want to listen to the bit I've got to read out about you? And well, he said, no. 48 people... <laughs> uh, yeah, 48 awards were given. No one got to speak. I didn't think that it was enti- I was entitled to make a speech. And uh, he was... And I don't think they even got the judges' feedback read to them. It was a, a very nice thing. Um, I... I I was a little bit, I was a little bit awestruck. I, I don't mind saying I was very, very surprised that I'd got it um, for a whole host of reasons. But uh, and then to, to be up on stage and then to hear Paul saying all these wonderful things that the judges had said, um, but uh, then to have to, to make a speech, uh, I, I sort of said a few things. But the, the the thing that I remember the most is that in a room of 850 people, a fair few of whom, at some stage, I may have offended. Um, over my career, um, I wasn't booed. Um, so that says, that says a lot about the forgiveness um, and kindness of the yeah, Australian and, beer community. And again, for the uh, for the listeners, for those who weren't there or who haven't seen um, pictures posted of the of the trophy, um, all the beer related ones were uh, were all of a, a, um, a you know, brewing equipment. There, kettle kind of uh, mm-hmm. mash tun. Um, the front of a, of a cask for the bigger awards yes. and that sort of thing. Um, Matt's was the only one that was a slightly different format. It was in the form of a, a burning bridge. <laughs> no, that's actually not true. I, I got the same as everyone else. But yeah, no, it was... Uh, but anyway, it's, uh, look, very, very honoured. And uh, I, I think in my speech, because I didn't have a prepared speech, um, and I, uh, I thank Crafty, um, and I, I, who sponsored the award, and, and presented the award. And presented the award. Nice there, little irony that the Crafty Pint got to present to the Cranky Pint. <laughs> yes, yes. And... You know, I, I, it, it, it was really—that I, I, was a very meaningful thing. It was very nice that we got yep. to be on stage together. Um, and without and without demeaning uh, your award in any way, uh, it is perhaps a little bit sad that uh, another guy who could equally have, have received the same applause and nobody would have, uh, you know, begrudged him the win was ineligible because he's presenting he's the award and, and sponsoring I, it. I, I made that comment that uh, you know, the, the, look. Hey, 
he would have won it if, if he was a sponsor. I, 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 <laughs> I would have been putting my money on him. Um, and so it was, it was great. And, you know, hopefully maybe Australian Bruce News will have to sponsor it next year so James can... Uh, <laughs> well, I th- maybe, that's, maybe, that's the, uh, maybe that's the deal. You win it, you've got to sponsor the next year's. That's, uh, <laughs> so you're going to take a pay cut so I can afford it? Um, yeah, done. <laughs> done. Um, but that's yeah, and, and the other thing was um, Willie Simpson, um, who I, I, I wanted to acknowledge him. And I, I, do you have to be dead before you name an award after somebody? No, no, no. That's um, and it then becomes a memorial award. Okay, so uh, I, I think the name because he is the bloke that for ever so long, um, way back in the eighties, the first wave of craft beer, the spectacularly failed yep. first wave of craft beer that Phil Sexton uh, described this week. Um, it, had it not been for him, you would never have uh, thought of take, writing about beer in any serious way, in, in, in my view. Even you know, Michael Jackson is a rediscovery yep. post craft beer wave. Yes, Willie Simpson was writing in the you know in, in the dark ages between the uh, yep. he was writing in the last wave yep. and was the only bloke that had a serious column and yep, most um, most uh, newspapers go up to the sports writer because mate, you write about sport you know about yeah, yeah, beer and that was it and he, he did it so uh, yeah and it turned out that he was a judge on the panel um, he which, was yes he was um, one of the one of the judges who assessed the uh, the nominees. Made it very nice, and then yeah, and it's a very uh, respected luminary. So yeah, so that was nice. And, uh, so well done, Matt. Very well deserved. And uh, all of us, the, all the rest of us here at Brews <laughs> News, I'm very proud of you. <laughs> and well, the, the, this podcast was one of the things that was taken into consideration, and uh, they talked about this, the work that we do. So you know, you can take your share in that. Uh, you know, being able. I, I shall bask in the reflected glow being once, once, once your once your beautifully polished trophy uh, <laughs> is returned with the uh, correct spelling on the uh, plaque. And uh, mate, but apart from, <laughs> apart from that award, were there any standouts or any any noteworthy awards for you last night? Oh, look, to be honest, Matt, I'm, I'm probably not in a position to look at it at the moment because the week is just a, a little bit of a blur. Um, and without you know making excuses, but having gone straight from two days of the the conference um, with two events uh, at, at night as well, and then on the previous weekend. That, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> was not warning. Was was a bell ringing. That's how you ring a bell. <laughs> um, that was Steve Jeffers, by the way. So we should give him a shout out. Um, uh, yeah, uh, uh, and so in all honesty, I, I I almost haven't been home in the last five days. So last night was all just a bit of a a bit of a blur, and I was hoping to sort of go back and in the in the cool light of day read the um, read the awards. I haven't read, uh, haven't seen any medal winners. Uh, no. just and it was just the announcement last night. Yeah, that, uh, couple of standouts. Absolutely wrapped for uh, the boys at Mash um, and the yes, and the three yes. Ravens guys um, on on their awards. Um, it, it, look, it's always nice when a top bloke, you know, takes out an award. I think, um, but it's it's nicer too when I think um, you know there's just it just generates a real warm glow in the room. Yep. So there were just you know some nice guys just did really well. Could I, uh, Sydney Brewery got a yes trophy for lager. Yep. Can I just ask Michael Capaldo, what's with the cape? That's it. If you are <laughs> if you are going to accept an award. <laughs> Can you remember how anybody else accepted an award last night? Oh, actually, except Adrian McNulty may have dropped a couple of F-bombs <laughs> okay. right in front of the RASV uh, <laughs> chairman's table. But but he, he's flamboyant. We love a bit of flamboyance. Now, uh, one of the ones has created a little bit of discussion. I had a wonderful chat, Jade uh, uh, Flavel. Um, if you're listening, uh, we had a great discussion, bumped into each other at breakfast. Um, 
and had a great discussion about a variety of things, but Thunder Road Brewing. Medium. Yeah, it took out uh, the trophy for best Australian, Australian medium, medium size, size brewery. brewery. What are your thoughts on that product? Uh, in all honesty, I'm wrapped for the guys, um, and I was lucky enough to spend a bit of quality time with Colin Page um, at the, during the awards as, in my role as a steward, uh, and also got to sit and judge a session um, with Colin as the, the table captain. And what I learned in you know that couple of hours um, it was just immeasurable. Um, just listening to the way he thinks his beer, being the head brewer, head sorry, head brewer yes. at uh, at, um, uh, at at Thunder Road. Having said that, I don't have the inside information uh, on exactly how those awards, whether it's a, a mean or a, a, an average or... I think it's the, the, the total the score. Four or five okay. Years. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, and I also don't know what uh, categorises a small, medium or large, whether yeah, it's yeah, the so number so of so entries so or the volume or yep. the number of employees. or I don't know how, how that's all worked vo- out. I think it's volume. Um, so I think for the second year running, Mountain Goat... Uh, and Feral were both um, nominated, and Thunder Road took out the award. Feral won last year. Yeah, so, but... Uh, I, I, Not an issue. Don't I, have an issue. I, I was excited about it. And the, yep. the, I think for a lot of beer geeks, I, I think they've offended a lot of people over the, the years with some of their I think a lot of people have stuff. chosen to take offence. Cho- yeah, and, and, and dislike them for that reason. I don't think um, they're doing it to, to cause offence, to be fair. I... It, Exactly, but and that and that's coming from a couple of blokes who, if they see a stick and they see a beehive, they go, "Well, there's got to be something I can do here." <laughs> and but and, and the other thing is that they're not making most of their beers aren't great. They, they make some very good bigger IPAs and things like that, but they, yep. th- that's not where their their line is. Their line is in uh, line link lagers. Yeah, to, yeah. to uh, paraphrase yeah. you, and they do it really well. And I keep coming back to the fact that the reason I started writing about beer, you know, a personal view on it is the reason I fell in love with beer is because I like drinking it um, and for me I, like I didn't discover craft beer I discovered beer um, yep. and it was good German lagers it was good uh, German wheat beers and things like that. The, the whole concept of craft beer was something that you de- that developed later for me mm. and they're making the beers that I would have liked, loved to have discovered regardless um, of how they were categorised yeah, or pigeonholed they're all malt they're well made they have such a quality focus such a focus on you know quality and you know uh, something a lot totally of, agree and they've got resources to do that yeah um, and yeah so and good luck to them and and it should be pointed out too that their beers uh, the beers that uh, got the scores that got them the trophy for best australian medium-sized brewery did not come from judges being told here's a thunder road beer tell me what you think about it Blind tasting. it's here's a beer what it that's a great beer yep exactly and yeah. enough times to get you over the line in some pretty decent competition, as I say, with you know, in pretty good company with Feral and, and Mountain Goat. And, uh, and, and I should say... This it will make for an, an interesting collaboration next year because for the third be- year running CUB, uh, have won the large yes. brewery. Yes, um, Last year was the first time that there was a medium brewery uh, category introduced, which was Feral, Feral last year. And the small brewery last year was won by two brothers. Two brothers. This year it's going to be... So this year Mash. it's going to be Mash, uh, Thunder Road and CUB. CUB. Very interesting. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I should say that Thunder Road has sponsored us in the past on Bruce. Yes. Philip and I have had some uh, interesting exchanges over the time. We've written, some, and uh, yeah. we've written some stuff and they've chosen to discontinue their sponsorship. But I, I did read somewhere that beer is a conversation. Yes. So that's yes. that's perfectly allowable. So, 
Mate, we have just heard the uh, BL for the session, second session. The, the bell the has rung. Craft Beer College, College. you need to race off to. I do need to go and prep my staff and pour some beers and get things ready. Straighten we'll the chairs. We'll get a chance to have a bit of a chat uh, before now and then. But oh, we are. I'm here all week. Tip <laughs> your waiter. Try the veal. We are going to be back and regular listeners. Please let us know what you think of the podcast uh, and Pete and I just crapping on. This is just a little bit of bonus content for you. I do have a podcast that's going to go up. But listeners, please, we are back. We are regular I know you've heard that before um, next year I'm going to go for the uh, regular award um, consistency done yeah. uh, most improved but uh, yeah Pete always good listeners let us know who you want us to speak to what you want us to speak to them about um, and the we'll topics see. that concern you the uh, you know we're, we're happy to lift the lid we're happy to turn rocks but we're also happy to I guess shine a light in those corners that perhaps get ignored um, and, and give you know an opportunity or a chance to cheer for beer it doesn't have to you know we don't have to always be controversial and and also sometimes because we're immersed in it day to day the stuff that interests us may not necessarily interest the listeners and we, we may thought, we may get a bit of seller blindness we yes. may think that everyone likes Do you, you know describe that the same thing uh, Warren Pawsey, who's the head judge of the um, Australian International Beer Awards, used that as a, um, a way to describe sometimes how in your own brewery you can, um, uh, I guess, taste the same thing over and over again and you, you begin to not see, uh, whether they're faults or, or, or highlights, you just kind of go, yep, kind of taste the same. And, and you, you get what he called, described as, as cellar blindness. And sometimes another brewer will come into your brewery, try your beer and go, I love the way you got a bit of that uh, citrus out of the out of the hop, and it, oh, never noticed it because it, you know, yeah. So it's, it's that concept, and, and it's a great thing. So, listeners, editor at brewsnews. editor at brewsnews. com. Um, get in touch, leave comments on on here. Let us know who you'd like to speak to. Um, you know, give us a bit of attitude adjustment. We, God yep. knows we deserve it on occasions, um, or just tell us how you think. It's good to be back, Pete. Always good. Always a pleasure. Um, Follow and, us on Twitter. Uh, hashtag show us your trophy. Uh, <laughs> or Facebook Australian Brews News we're on Facebook we're, as well uh, Instagram send, send us a note or something uh, you know yeah. or, or you know a snippet you'll find us yeah <laughs> we're around we're around cue the band <laughs>